Hello there. Good morning, afternoon, evening, whenever it is that you are listening to this episode. I wanted to talk to you today a little bit about having the courage to give up guilt. Yeah, that can be a tough one for a lot of us and for many different reasons. So in this episode, we're going to talk about guilt. Where does it come from? Why does it cling to us? What does it do to us? And then how can we get rid of it? Now, that last one, there's no quick, easy answer to it. It's going to take work, but it's worth it. You deserve that freedom. How are you going to leave the legacy you want to leave and to accomplish what you want to if you're trapped, covered in guilt? So first, let's talk about two different types of guilt because this one is really interesting. I never had ever thought about the second type of guilt before, before I experienced it to the degree that I did. But the first one is the obvious one, something you have done or thought you did that you feel guilty about. Now, the reason I said thought you did is that sometimes we feel guilty about something that turns out to be no big deal. And we spent all this time feeling terrible and feeling guilty. And it turns out it really wasn't anything for us to feel that guilty about. But okay, so if it is something you have done or said or didn't do or say or whatever it is that you're feeling guilty about, the thing about guilt is that it is not all bad. It is that that thing that feeling that keeps us from repeating mistakes, right? We put ourselves on notice and we go, whoa, okay, that wasn't cool. I shouldn't have done that. Whether it was just a fleeting moment or a period of time in your life, okay, so a little bit of guilt's okay because it, it kind of is very self-correcting. So the thing about guilt is you can't change the past, right? So when we're carrying these things around from the past, what are we doing? We can't go back and fix it and change it. If you feel like you need to ask for forgiveness from somebody, from God, do that. If you feel like you need to say you're sorry about something, do that. But the most important thing then is to change. That's the whole idea, right? Remember, it's that self-correction. If you don't like the way you feel about something that you did or said or a period of time, how you were acting, change. Don't do it anymore, right? I mean, that's obvious. But then you've got to get rid of the guilt that you're still hanging on to, right? Even if you go, okay, I've forgiven myself. I'm changing. I don't act like that anymore. But you're still carrying around the guilt for when you did. No good. We'll talk about that one a little bit more. But... That second one is so bizarre because it is, again, something I had never thought about in my life. Feeling guilty over something that someone else did. Yeah, that is so weird, isn't it? But do you know what I'm talking about? Can you relate? So I have, I had a massive amount of guilt over my daughter's addiction. And the tough thing about that guilt Remember I said that if you've done something or said something or or acted in a certain way and you feel bad about it, then change. Correct it. Correct the behavior. The problem is when you're carrying guilt around that you aren't even sure what you did, that makes it even more difficult. 
And that's what happened with Jamie's addiction is that I knew that I had to be responsible for her addiction because not only was I her mother, but I was her primary parent. I was the one she lived with. I was the custodial parent. I had the most influence over her. And so obviously it was my fault, right? I mean, it had to be all about me. And so I felt carried around so much guilt and I couldn't do what I'm telling you to do about changing because I didn't know what I'd done. I was searching for about 13 years. What did I do? Oh my gosh, this is terrible. It must have been that one time I said this, that one time I did that. It must have been the decision to marry Rich. It must have been, it must have been, it must have been. And I drove myself batty trying to figure out what it was. And thinking that if I could figure it out, then maybe I could do those things, right? I could make sure I never did anything like that again. I could forgive myself, but I couldn't figure out what it was. And so I just carried around this guilt and it got worse and worse until it was suffocating me. So we can have guilt for things we did. And that one might be difficult for you to forgive yourself because that forgiveness is a whole different thing. Another subject, you've probably heard other episodes on that. But forgiveness of ourselves, I think, is more difficult than forgiving somebody else. When it comes to guilt, I think it's the opposite. It should be easier for us to go, okay, not doing that again. I'm sorry. Let's, you know, change. When you're carrying around guilt for something you don't even know what you did or for somebody else, right? So let me take that a step further. I felt guilty because I thought I had done something, but I was also carrying around Jamie's guilt, over the bad things that she was doing, her poor decisions, because I felt like they were a reflection on me and I felt kind of guilty about it. So we've got to figure out how to get rid of guilt, no matter what the cause is. And if you're like me and you have this guilt you're carrying around and you don't even know what for, that is one you really need to work on quickly because like I said before, it will suffocate you. It will send you right straight into victim land where there's no power. It's devastating. It will keep you from being happy. It will keep you from being whole. It will keep you from having peace. It will keep you from realizing dreams. It will keep you from stepping out of victimhood. That's what it does to us. And why does it cling to us? I mentioned this earlier. Why does it cling to us so hard? And I think much of it has to do with the fact that we're always looking for answers. You know, why did this thing happen? And then we can pinpoint the cause. We can put the blame somewhere, right? And so even if that blame, you know, lands squarely on you, okay, now we can blame. Okay, great. Now you've got to the the point where you can blame it on something. Now, what are you going to do about it? What good does all this finger pointing do without some kind of, of a change, something good coming out of it, some modification of behavior, something? Don't stay stuck with that guilt just suffocating you. And by the way, if you want some help with all of this, you should stop in at warriorsandhope.com and I have the nine weapons of hope. I have some courses, I have coaching, but I also have some free resources that can help you. 
So go to warriorsandhope.com. You can just put in your name and your email and boom, you're right inside that membership where you can access some resources. And we have a lot more coming with Warriors and Hope. So go to warriorsandhope.com. So let's talk a little bit more about this guilt that you're carrying around and importantly, what you can do about it. Now, part of the reason that we continue to carry around guilt for certain things is because of the way people act. I mentioned earlier this finger pointing. Boy, oh boy, right now we are in this age of finger pointing like I have never seen before. People are getting canceled. People are blaming, shaming, pointing things out. I really, really, you've heard me say this before. I want to collect up all these perfect people so we can examine them. Maybe we can be like them. I mean, who, who are these people that think they're so perfect? They're just running around pointing to everybody else's mistakes all the time. And so I think it's getting more and more difficult sometimes for us to give up the guilt or shame. And, you know, this particular episode, I'm talking more about guilt, but guilt and shame kind of, they're, they, if they're not siblings, they're at least cousins. <laughs> they're very related. But so here's the thing. Bottom line, you have to stop allowing it to be a reflection on you what other people think. And I get that. Of course, you care what other people think, but we, we've got to stop to the degree that we do caring so much. The bottom line is people are going to judge you. I mean, there's nothing we can do about that. And so you hide, right? You hide because you know, oh my gosh, I feel so guilty. If they find out this about me, what will they think? What will they say? Well, here's, here's the deal. You have no control over what they think or say, period. And if you're a people pleaser, that's going to be really tough for you because you're going to run around trying to convince everybody. And, and, and it's okay to explain and enlighten people and help them to understand perspectives. Sure, that's great. But you don't wear yourself out. Let's just put it that way. I, I advise you to not wear yourself out trying to please everyone, trying to help everyone get it. And, you know, then you're missing out on your lessons. You're missing out on the things that you're supposed to learn from all of this and grow from it and go from it. If you do explain a perspective, if you do apologize, if you do whatever it is, you change and people still judge you. Try to pile that guilt on you. That's really on them. If they don't want to take the time to understand, if they don't want to be forgiving, if they don't want to uh, understand where you're coming from, I mean, that's on them. But listen, my friend, if you continue to carry guilt around, that's on you. And I don't mean to pile more on you because you're already carrying around guilt. But it's up to you. If you think someone's going to come along and just peel all of this guilt off of you, right? They're going to pour some kind of magic liquid over you and all the guilt is just going to dissolve from you. It's not going to happen. This is why I talk so much about courage and confidence and becoming more and believing in yourself and learning and growing and taking all the mess and making something from it. This is not easy. You're not just going to overnight be able to poof, guilt is gone. You have to work at it. And there are a lot of aspects to it. But I firmly believe the more that we can work on all different aspects of ourselves, and that's not to say that you're so messed up 
my gosh, you've got all these ways in which you have to change. I'm not saying that. But you would be so surprised if you knew how even the tiniest of perspectives or thought patterns, changing thought patterns, learning to use the F word, that's forgiveness. This is why I have the nine weapons of hope. And the nine weapons of hope as a whole arsenal of weapons is a collection of nine separate things. And there are aspects to each one. And I have workbooks and videos. It's worth it for you to really get in there and work on it because not only will it help you dissolve guilt, but it'll help you with shame and happiness and you know faith and facing fears, believing in how important you are and the value of yourself, letting go of the things that have you trapped and on and on. So the more you can work on a whole aspect of yourself instead of just this message, for instance, going, okay, I'm just going to work on not being guilty. You could use any of the nine weapons of hope to help you stop feeling guilty. But it really starts with you saying, you know, examining it and going, okay, wait a minute here. I am so tired of living like this. And that, of course, is what prompts change is we say, that's it. I don't want to live like that. That's what happened to me. I was so tired of living in shame and guilt and helplessness, hopelessness, living as a victim, paralyzing fear, not being able to be truly happy for five minutes. I was tired of it. I knew there had to be a different way. And the problem was I kept waiting for someone else to change. You know, and even with guilt, sometimes we're just waiting for something else to happen and then everything will just smooth out. But then guess what? Tick tock, tick tock, right? Days go by, weeks, months, and even years. This recording is at the end of November, 2022. What? I mean, we say this, I know we say this at the end of every year, but it's true. And each year it becomes truer. Faster and faster and faster and faster and faster. The wheels of time, right? The clock is moving. It seems to move quicker. It's, it moves at the same pace it's always moved, but the older you get, it just keeps moving quicker. So you don't have time to keep yourself trapped in guilt. Here's what you need to understand. I don't know if I mentioned this already in this episode, but guilt is not serving anyone. So I want to just go back to my quick story about feeling guilty over my daughter's addiction. I felt a myriad of other emotions too. Don't get me wrong. Big, massive emotions that, whoa, 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 big time. Guilt was a big one. So I want to ask you something. Had I identified something that caused my daughter's addiction, something I did now, I, I couldn't have, and you, if, if that's you too, and you have someone in addiction, ah, no, unless you held them down and put the drugs in their body, it's not about you. But let's just in this pretend world for sake of conversation, what if I had been able to do that? I'd been able to pinpoint it. Oh my gosh, finally figured it out. That's it. That's the big fat mistake. That's what I did. So I identified it. Could I have changed Jamie's addiction? Would it have changed anything? I mean, for me to just, okay, got it. That's it. Now I, I figured it out. Now I'm guilty about that. I did that. This is terrible. I'm guilty. Okay. Would that change a single thing? 
even if I'd have went to her and said, hey, you know, I found out what caused your addiction. It was me. And I said this thing one time. Obviously, if you're just tuning in right now, this is all tongue in cheek because it is not possible. But had I been able to do that and say that, would she have gone, oh, okay, thank you. Now I'm not addicted anymore. See, that's the problem. We, we, we allow this guilt to cling to us, to, to cover us, to stick with us. I think because so much of it is because we are people who want to know why. And if we can figure out why, we can place the blame. We can kind of, it, it feels more settled. But boy, doesn't your soul feel unsettled. So in the end, it doesn't help anybody. Carrying around guilt is not serving anybody. You know what I mean? I mean, sometimes you feel like, oh, I'm just so selfless. I'm just going to carry this around and I'm going to be, it's going to be the burden I'm carrying for others. No, not really. It's not noble. It's not helpful. It doesn't help you. It doesn't help anybody else. So this is why you've got to learn to use the F word, forgiveness, forgive yourself and start learning how to release these things. Let them go. I mean, what are you doing? If you're sitting around feeling guilty, I want you to tell me, give me, help me understand. I, of course, I do understand where you are because I was there for many, 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 many years. But what is it that we think the end game is going to be? What, what, I mean, what do we think, what purpose is it serving? I guess that's the way to put it. What purpose is it serving for you to carry around guilt, found it or not? What purpose is it? So yeah, guilt is good to say, okay, don't want to do that. I want to change my behavior. So do that. But other than that, it serves no purpose. Well, unfortunately, there are some purposes that it does serve. It serves to destroy your self-worth, your peace, happiness, hope, and even your legacy. Don't let that happen. It's not worth it. You are worth freeing yourself up from the suffocation of guilt. If you need help, go to ValerieSilvera.com and check out my coaching or better yet, go to Warriors and Hope and get access. Just go ahead and jump into the membership site and you'll see all of the resources that we have in there. We're going to be doing a lot more with Warriors and Hope and interviewing people and you're going to get to hear from people, Warriors just like you. Yep. Everyday people like you, like me, who are fighting, who are in the fight, who are overcoming, who have huge obstacles, who are not perfect, who stumble, who fall, who grab a hold of guilt again and have to release it again. None of us are perfect, but one thing is for sure. We are all in this thing called life together. And I truly believe that together we can stand through anything. So link arms with me. You need a tribe. You need a tribe of warriors to stand with to remind you that in, even in all of the messiness, your life has value. Your story matters. So live it courageously. Thanks for listening. I will see you next time. And in the meantime, if you want to jump into Warriors and Hope and get access to free resources and check out all of our other coaching and resources, go to warriorsandhope.com. Whatever you're going through, know that you are not alone. I'm standing right there with you. 
and alongside you as you stand up and learn how to fight, how to become a warrior in hope.